for their artistic reinventions and musical eclecticism, the 1975 are one of the only contemporary bands whose musical genre is, well, not having one. It's what makes them so appealing. Fronted by the odd yet mesmerizing Maddie Healy, the 1975's still at their very best tour is part concert and part cinematic masterpiece, and it is one of the best concert experiences we've ever had. So what is it about them? Well, that's what we're still trying to figure out, and that's what we break down on this episode of The Concert Goers. The Concert Goers, a snob media podcast with your hosts, Jessica Dion and Jenny Fiasque. We are here today to speak about a band that um, I don't think either of us ever intended to speak about. Nope. Um, but somehow there is a magic uh, in the formula of this band. And here we are talking about the UK's own, the 1975. Starring Matt Healy. Matty Healy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, and his band. I can't, I can't even begin to put into words because I want to give some context as to when we recorded the last episode together, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go see the 1975. I don't really know mm. anything about them. Um, I'm just going to enjoy the show, whatever. My life is forever changed. That, uh, that is what happened to me. Okay. Okay. You, you and I have discovered artists together like a for years, you know, I, yeah. I in one of my Facebook memories, the um, Nathaniel Ratcliffe concert popped up. Yes, and, and, like it was like know, last week or something. Yeah, like exactly. A few years ago, but last week. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, we we've always uh, taken pride in discovering new artists and, and enjoying stuff. Yeah. But I was not prepared when you said you were really obsessed with 1975. I was like, yeah, okay, they're okay. Like it's fine. Yeah. I was yeah. wrong. I was wrong. They're better than okay. They. Yeah. They are the next generation. They, um, and it will probably get slack for this because a lot of people don't like the band. Um, but, uh, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. I guess it's because uh, maybe they don't have a genre. Like they're just the band and they, mm -hmm. and, and I know that in the UK, they got a lot of, um, flack for like, they won like best rock act or something. And like, of course the Gallagher's, uh, from Oasis were like, well, that's not rock and roll, you know, like. Which, you know, it, they're in an interesting category of like, they're literally meshing all of these genres uh, into one thing. And actually, now that you've become a, a fan, and if you start think, listening to, the, to on, their I discography, crossed, every album is different. We've yeah. crossed into obsession now. It's not even fan, it's oh. obsession. They um, were my top band, uh, Spotify Wrapped. So okay. just to get, and I, and I really started to listen to them really intensely in january of this okay, year okay but just so you know if my spotify rap were to come out this week yeah <laughs> i probably would be my number one artist too yeah <laughs> so no yeah it's okay but i think that the them not having a particular genre is what makes them so appealing because yeah, you have no and, idea what you're gonna get yeah 
and and um you know i i discovered this band through um i've mentioned on this podcast a few times alex mm-hmm. uh was one of my best friends and she she showed me a song from them i uh, love it if we made it um like she that's the first song i ever heard i remember hearing it uh on my couch we were on my couch like i have to play this song she plays this song and i was like yeah that's cool the lyrically i was like this is really cool but it didn't stick see so i was like yeah and then as and then as like time went on she would play other songs and be like oh listen to this and i'd be like oh, okay cool and i don't know what happened january of this year i was just scrolling doom scrolling on instagram and their live performances kept popping up and i'm like this is cool and i'm like wow they sound really good and then i was like what song is this and then it's i'm looking in the comments for the song and then i go on spotify and i'm like oh great and then i become literally obsessed where all my uh my my explore page is just the 1975 and and that and i i fell in love with the band through seeing them perform live see that's that's where i feel like i've been forever changed is because of the live performance because like you i listened to a couple of songs like you kept saying i really love the 1975 and And i would send you songs i was like listen to this and i I had the same reaction where i was like okay yeah i know it's good it's just like am i am i seeing it i must be missing it like i don't know so i'd go back to Mm -hmm. and whatever yeah. And uh, I wasn't really going to go, but I kept looking at the, the tickets. I'm thinking, okay, you're going to the show in Montreal. I feel like it's an opportunity for us to talk about a show together. And I yeah. fully intended to not really enjoy it and just go, yeah, it was all right. And so uh, this girl that I work with who's become a really good friend, um, Amy, she said to me, I'm going to see the 1975 by myself. And I said, well, that's that's lame. Like, I'll, I'll go with you. Like, we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. So I bought my ticket the day of the show. Like mm. I kept monitoring it because I thought mm-hmm. it's not sold out. It's not going to, you know, whatever. Tickets went down to 68 bucks. And I thought oh, in 2023, when are you ever going to see a show for 68 bucks? You can't even see a, no. like a tribute band for 68 bucks now. No. It's like- Shows at Metropolis <laughs> now. I, I bought recently were like $80. Yeah, there you so, go. So it's, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, and I really fully intended to go there and just go, I don't know any songs I've heard, you know, about you. That's the only song I know. Yeah. Fine. Thank you. That's it. No, 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 no. Life changing, no. life changing. <laughs> yeah. Can I just tell you about how yeah. I, I got my, uh, where we were seated? Sure. So, yeah. You had great seats. So, yeah. okay. So, well, great seats. Not really. I mean, Rogers. Well, you were Arena, higher up, but yeah. Rogers Arena yeah. is smaller than the Bell Center. They don't yeah, have not as many those, levels. Yeah. And they don't have those really steep seats where you feel like you're going to fall over. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really like those. <laughs> but anyways, so it's just really two levels. So the lower bowl extends a lot higher. And then there's the, the second level. And mm-hmm. I wasn't, I didn't really want to pay the $114 to sit in the lower bowl. So I mm-hmm. just thought the 68 bucks is fine. I'll just sit up there. So Amy had bought her ticket months ago and mm-hmm. I wanted a ticket in the same section as her. So even if we weren't sitting together, we could would be, be in the same section. Mm-hmm. And I bought my ticket. There is nothing. So we're like two sections apart. So I'm like, well, whatever. So we messaged Ticketmaster and we're like, hey, you know, we bought our tickets separately. Is there any way to put us together? Because there were tons of seats left over. Mm-hmm. They say, no, go to the venue. So go to the venue. I go to the box office and hey, same story. They said, no, we can't help you. Guest services can yeah. help you. So I'm oh, like, okay, God. you know what? You can help me. You just don't want to. So yeah. we went to guest services and the woman is like, <laughs> no, we can't do that. It's sold out. I'm like, 
Okay, in 2023, it's, it's not. Yeah, you can't you can't tell me that. Like I I have access to the real yeah. time data. I see all the seats yes. available so that stop. are blue. And also, we would have paid an extra 25 bucks or 30 bucks yeah, or whatever. The fee. Yes, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Like we would have done yeah. it. Yeah. So, I'm like, oh, "Okay, fine, whatever." I'm like, "Well, whatever. We'll just we'll enjoy the show and we'll just we'll talk about it after." We go up to the the 300 level where we're seated. And there's another guest services area. So I'm like, I'm going to play the dumbass. And I'm going to go back yeah. to guest services and say, here you go. Go there. The woman is like, um, well, no, we can't help you. And I said, okay, can I just understand why guests or uh, the box office would send us up here? Because Great job. And she's like, well, it's because they don't want to deal with it. And I said, okay, but then you must be able to do something, right? And she mm -hmm. was like, no, I can't do it. And I said, okay, is it that you can't do it or that you won't do it? Because... I'm seeing a lot of, like, if it's if it's above her, if she had said to me, look, it's above my pay grade, I don't have the authority to do this, I would have said, sure, right. no problem, thank you, I appreciate you trying, whatever. So she looked at me, and I looked, I must have, like, squeezed her, like, backed her in a corner, because she just looked at me like, what the hell do you want me to do here? And then, she, out of the blue, she's like, well, there's a woman. She does that, yeah. <laughs> she, she does that, she, like, looks around. Yeah, she well, no, literally, she's like... And she's really the look of disdain on her face. Like she's like, you bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want I don't want to help you. <laughs> so she she looks at this sheet of paper and she's like, Well, this woman couldn't sit in her seats uh because she's got like a knee problem or something. So I've got these two tickets together. Do you want them? And I'm like, literally what I was just asking for. Yes. She's like, yeah. Well, do don't you want the them? Attitude. And I'm like, Yes, I will take them. She proceeds to write the seat numbers on a post-it, which looked super yeah. not legit. <laughs> <laughs> and Amy's like, what if we get to the section and they ask us? And I'm like, I'm not even going to show them. I'm going to be like, those are our seats. Like, walk in there like you own the place. And that's what happened. And we ended up seated together. And we had a really clear view of the stage. And that was nice. So, lesson to everybody listening. Push your plate forward and be like, no, I want to sit with this yeah. person. Unless you're at the Taylor Swift Eros concert, in which case, good luck. You're sitting in the yeah, parking lot. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, enjoy it from the parking lot. <laughs> Uh, but uh, funny that you mentioned the um, the person writing the seat number on a on a poster. That's happened to me before. It actually uh, at uh, in Toronto at Scotiabank Arena. Okay, but it's not uh, legit. <laughs> it's like it's like okay, here let me write section two twelve seats and like the guy's writing it seats. Yes. But like it's just you okay. have no recourse. Like what are you yeah. going to do? You're going to be like, oh yeah, the guy guest services. And that's what Amy said to me. She's like, well, what are we going to do? And I'm like, I will go to guest services and I will drag her to the section and be like, you gave us these seats, lady. Yeah. So, yeah. Jess will not fuck around. Guys. I will not. All right. Okay. No. <laughs> if you want to buy me concert tickets, I will go with you and make sure you get the best seats in the house. She will. Oh, okay. Um, so that was. But I love that. Um, for me, it's more um, what Alex tells me all the time is that this band has no right to sound this good live because. They sound really good on on an album, and they sound even better live, which to me is one of the biggest feats that a band can have, mm -hmm. is that you, we all have those artists that sound like absolute garbage when they're on stage, <laughs> and uh, and this band is not. And no. they always deliver. It, it, it can get uncomfortable. Uh, I've seen vi viral videos of uh, Matty Healy and... Uh, his speeches and things and the thing about the band though that i realized from a co-worker of mine is that they're very british oh they are so the things that they're saying is hilarious in the uk 
little, and like just a little borderline offensive here. Yes. <laughs> not PC here. No. You know, so so I get why in like North America and they were banned in like Malaysia and shit. Uh, and like the band cannot go to Malaysia. It's so yeah, hilarious. Well, and uh, but 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 they're just so British. And he's like he's in his own world. Yeah, he's in his own world. Yeah. Even when like, like when you watch him on this, like, yeah. It's the first time I have to say, and we'll, we'll get into the show a little bit more. It's the first time that I've ever really watched screens at a show because the the, the camera work at that show is almost Cinematic. as important as yeah. what's going on on stage. And they yeah. are controlling the narrative. When you look at the screens, it's what they want you to see, which is really yeah. cool. I think that that's yeah, and, and, unique. Uh, for, you, for those listening, and you, if you haven't seen the band, like I highly suggest you Google uh, the 1975 at their very best on and... and see what the stage looks like i want to live on that stage uh it is so elaborate it is so cozy yeah it's set up cool if you if you don't have a chance to google it what it is is like a 1970s apartment yeah okay with the furniture and everything and it's different rooms and there's like a door and there's like it's just it's really really intense and it's on two levels so it's like a sunken living room and there are like these really cool old tvs and there's a there's spiral a bar. yeah bar a spiral staircase bookcases everywhere it's yeah. really elaborate and when i watched when they the curtain came down because there was a curtain yes a curtain okay good um <clears throat> and it exposes this set all i could think of was how long does it take to put this up like yeah it must be wild hell? it must be wild and and um it's it's like when you see like because I had seen the videos online obviously yeah. but when you see it in person it's so impressive and probably one of the best stages I've seen in recent memory I agree um and like I said I I literally want to live there oh I could um, live there too it was yeah and, and, the and lighting, they use the stage yes. by the way like they use every inch of the stage yeah. for either different songs to play different songs or and did you whatever notice, it is. like when one band member is not playing or something or not they're like leaning on the staircase, they're just sitting, or they're yeah. sitting down, or they're like on yeah. the couch or whatever. Yeah. It's so was weird. he uh, chain smoking with you guys? So he was chain smoking, but the okay. the, the the thing is, um, he was really sick that night. Okay, and I thought so. One of the things that we should mention right off the bat is that yes, it's a it's a live performance, but it's also a piece of performance art. Okay, which is mm-hmm. what the stage helps yeah. illustrate. And so he comes out on stage and he's wheeling around like an IV bag. And I, hmm. from my limited knowledge of Matt Healy, I was like, okay, this is probably part of the performance piece. Because you said to me, it's going to get weird. So I'm like, yeah. okay, we're yeah. getting weird right away. It's good. So <laughs> he comes out and he's wheeling this thing. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? He takes the IV thing out of his arm. Like, not out of his arm, but you know there's like a little connector piece? Yeah. So yeah. he just like, he removes that and he sits at the piano and he starts playing like the, the first song there in 1975. Right. And he is smoking... And he's drinking what I'm assuming is probably Neo Citrin because he was just like, kept, and I thought, okay, I, and I don't really know anything about him. So I thought, well, right. maybe this is just what he does. Yeah. But no, it turned out that he was really sick and he actually stopped at one point between songs and they, they don't really, he doesn't really stop to talk unless it's like designated talking spots. Right. It's like <clears throat> built into the set. And he actually, he's like, this is not a talking spot, but I just got to tell you that we almost canceled the show, but I couldn't do that to you guys. I'm just, I'm really, really sick. 
And hmm. I thought, oh, okay. It's funny because when you told me that, because uh, you're like, hey, um, did he have an IV when uh, you were th- when you saw him in Montreal? I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And then I Googled it. I said, I just Googled Matty Healy IV. Yeah. And uh, he had uh, he's done this before. Okay. Well, this is yeah. not surprising whatsoever. So I guess good for him for not uh, wanting to cancel shows. He did. Um, he has not. And like last night, he was playing in Seattle, and I thought, I wonder if he's gonna he's gonna cancel. And no, he hasn't canceled no. any dates. Yeah, they've con- they've been on tour constantly like the last two years. Uh, and and uh, my coworker is a huge huge fan, right. and and uh, and like he follows them pretty much like all over the the internet, and uh. And he said that like they desperately need a break, like after they're touring the UK and yeah. stuff, and like they need to take serious time off because they're just like, you know, it's you need to, like they've been. It's just a touring schedule that they did North America twice in the last year. Yeah, I like, don't, it's just, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's it's crazy, really, but they're really, really big. And the thing is, like, they their fan base is so niche, uh, but they show up. Oh my and, god, do they ever? People started yeah. lining up. Um, it was GA, right? Uh, the floor. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. In Vancouver, they started lining up at like seven and probably even earlier. But uh, Amy, who I went to the show with, she's she's part of this this group, this lower mainland group or whatever. And they were like, can someone bring me a blanket? I'm waiting for the 1975. Like, be prepared. If you're going to sit and wait for an artist, you better be prepared, especially in Vancouver in November. It's raining. So (laughs) what do you think? So, yeah. Um, Yeah. Intense. I guess we should get into this the, <sighs> the set list because yeah. we could just talk. I feel like this is we could talk about the show for like two hours. Okay, but wait, can I just say that w- yeah. when they come out on stage, I mentioned the camera work, and one of the coolest it's one of the coolest mm. intros I have ever seen because basically they walk <laughs> out onto the stage and then the cameras follow them and they it, it just pops up on the screen like the 1975 starring and then it's like Matt Healy and then people clap and then it goes on to the other band members and it's yeah. really. It's so yeah. cool. It's like a sitcom. I was like, oh, it's this so, is cool, so cool, and it's cool. also like they're not going to introduce. They're not going to do that band break in the middle of the show. They're just they're doing it now. This is who's on stage. Yep, they said respect the- everybody. Exactly. Here go. Here comes the show, everyone. Oh, and okay. we don't play encores. No, so. we don't. We're done. Um, <laughs> okay, let's get into the set because I just I, I can't. I don't. I. I yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. This is going to go long. It is. Um. So so they're touring. Um. Still. At their very best, mm-hmm. um, and th- this is in support of their uh, latest. Well, not latest; it's a few years old now, but uh, their latest album, which is "Being Funny in a Foreign Language." Yeah, their album titles are really terrific. great. Great album titles. That is a terrific album, it and is. I think that out of their entire discography, this really showcases the band. Okay, can I take a little side journey here for a second? Sure. So, uh, before the show, so last Wednesday. Uh, Amy and I took a walk at lunchtime and we went to London Drugs um, and we, they have like a vinyl section at London Drugs, which is really oh. weird, but they, they have one there. And then she points out, she's like, look, it's 1975. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And I was kind of only listening like that. And then on, we went on the Wednesday night and then on the Thursday, I don't know exactly, whatever, but on the Friday morning, I went from, oh, that's great, to standing in line in the morning before London Drugs opened so I could go buy the album. That's hilarious. Okay, that's, that is, the, there was no stopping in between. I went from zero to a hundred in like a day. <laughs> okay, and I played it already. It's on clear vinyl. It's beautiful. It's a masterpiece. Thank you for releasing this album in 1975. I am forever 
a convert. Like, I can't even deal. This is insane. <laughs> and guys, just so you know, listening, we're trying to convert you all. We are. Um, you have to listen. So the the, the album, uh, sorry, the, the set starts with um, a few of the songs from that album. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, it's split into like three different parts, the, the show, more or less. Um, and so, you know... Uh, yeah, I don't know what 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 to say, but um, I mean, the, the, we can tell you names of songs. Yeah, but um, the, I don't think the names of the songs will help. Yeah, it's it's not, just like yeah, yeah as as you mentioned, like it's the songs from this album. There is one of the songs that really got me into the vibe of it is "Oh Caroline," okay, because uh. it really like there. I'm we're gonna throw these names out, and you should. We'll put them in our Instagram story. Here, the, here's some 1975 songs that you yeah. should listen to because yeah. I, I feel like this is one of them. I was listening. I had my headphones on, and I was like, "Oh, this is a vibe. I like this one." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really good. Um, and then uh, I texted you when they played "A Change of Heart," mm-hmm. which comes a couple songs later because I find that they. So I made Terry listen to a few songs, and he was he was like, "Oh, they're really good." So here. Already, oh, awesome. do, already doing God's work. Um, yep. And so, <laughs> but they they borrow a lot of stuff from artists. Like I, what do you mean? I find, like there are guitar riffs and things that are not, they don't borrow them, but they're very, very similar. So when I texted okay. you from A Change of Heart, at oh, the yes. end, it's got the little bit of the Tom Cochran Life is a Highway thing, and I couldn't unhear it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is so weird. And there's another one, and I don't remember which one it is now, now uh but one of them sounds like run like hell from pink floyd and i and i just like it kicks off and right away it it sounds like that so i think there's they have major major british band influence and i mean okay tom cochran not so british but still there's like there's a lot of stuff there's another one that sounds like um uh in your eyes just weird yeah I'll, i'll have to I'll have to write them down and, and make sure. For me, uh, Oh Caroline, what what really sold me on that was the uh, this just the riff. Oh yeah, it, like like it doesn't. It sounds almost like a Lionel Richie song. It does. Yes, yes, you're right. That's what it does yeah. sound like. Yeah. That's what it <laughs> um, for me, oh, the standout yeah. on uh, the standout on that album for me is Happiness. Uh, that mm-hmm. song is something else, and uh, it was actually my number one song too for some reason. Really? And on Spotify, and um, and and it still sounds just as good as the first time I heard it, and it's so much fun. Um, right, like at one point, like after Old Caroline, like I don't know for you, but for me, they did "I'm in Love with You," which was just back to back, and I was like, Stop. Jesus Christ, yeah, like you need to <laughs> need to take a break. You know what I mean? Um, and it doesn't but, stop, eh? Like they like the songs just they keep going. There's no break really in between them, and. Mm-hmm. It, there's always like a continuous kind of hum, like there's either uh, yeah, there's 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 noise. Yeah, yeah there's always noise. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I would like to point out is love the addition of a sax player in a band. Do you know? Yo, what, and, what and they depth? love. Yes, they love the sax player. Yes, the band, the fans love the sax player. I mean, yeah, when his, his name John Waugh or something. John, yeah, yeah, something. I think it's John Waugh. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. Sorry, we don't really know the band members. We're just we're, we're too busy with loving. The we're too busy band. listening to their music. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. The the sax player really adds so much depth. It's kind of mm-hmm. it's very much like Bruce Springsteen, you know, with having that. Yes. Uh, anyways, completely different, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. 
I'm in love with so, you. It is such a great song. I, yeah, it is. I'm gonna go listen to everything after this. Yes. Um. um so I mean, so the, the set is huge, by the way. Like the the set list itself, there's 25 songs on the set list. Yes. Um. Uh. So they play a bit of the the the, the album, and then they go into like some older hits, like yes. Robbers, which uh, which that was probably the second song I, I had heard from them ever, mm-hmm. uh, and that I heard in the car for the first time uh, again with Alex, and it it that song was like whoa, mm-hmm. uh, it's the it's lyrically. I don't know what they're on the band. Like I know Matty Healy has a very um, troubled past. Yep. Uh, he was like an ex. Uh, oh, the lights went off. Oh, great. Uh, he's he's a heroin addict. Yeah, was a, a, heroin a lot. Addict. A lot of his songs yeah. <clears throat> echo his, those struggles. Like that's what those yeah. those lyrics are about. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 like it's just a big. I don't know, like like their songs make you feel good, but uh, their lyrics are just depressing as well, hell. Well, it's, it's millennial um, depression at its at yeah. its best. It really is. Like yeah. when I was trying to explain to Terry what the nineteen seventy five are, I was just like, mm. it's like happy depression. It's yeah. like I, you know, the song "I Always Want to Die" yeah. is is peak nineteen seventy five. It's also peak millennial. Like just yeah. here you go. That's what yeah. we're. That's but in a happy way. Yeah. And, and, and on the stage, uh, they, they kind of give some spotlights to the band members, like yes. the like background singers. So they sing some songs. Also, I don't know about you, but for us, we had Maddie Healy's dad sing um, oh, All I Need to Hear. Okay, you guys got that. We didn't get it. That's too bad. Oh, okay. We, so it was his dad singing the song. It was He was just sitting and like crooning. It was cool. That is cool. His dad, did you know um, his dad is an actor? Um, really? Yeah, his, both his parents. He's kind of a little Nepo baby. Um, both ah. his both his dad's uh, both his dad's both his parents <laughs> <laughs> both his parents are actors uh, and they acted on Coronation Street actually. Oh wow! Yes. One of Jess's favorite shows. Um, yes, and also look at me. I sound like a 1975 scholar. Yeah, look I've at known you. Known them for four days. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the show gets a little weird. Where I told you it was going to get weird, right? Yes. So so uh, 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 Maddie moves to the B stage. Uh, which is kind of like there's like turf. Okay, right? well, hang on. We didn't get. Oh, it like yours that. was different. Yeah, ours was different. Okay. So, so go ahead. So really quickly, there's another stage at the at the other end of the of the venue. It's like there's turf and yeah. stuff, um, and there's like a, a platform that raises uh, a wax figure of uh, Maddie Healy naked and uh, like completely naked, like uh, everything inside. Yep. And um, and he just kind of um, I guess has like an out of body experience with that. And it, the body's just there. Um, okay. How? But how is it? Like it's just on the turf. That's it. Yeah, it was lying down on the turf. He lay down next to it. Was kind of just like looking at it, looking at it. Like and the camera work, right? So you're looking at the screen because it's cinematic. Yep. Um, and then he, for us, he did uh, "Be My Mistake," which is like a huge yep. sing along, and uh, "Jesus Christ 2005." God bless America. Uh, that's what he did for us. I know they change a, they they do primarily the same set, but they'll change songs like like four songs here and there. So um, because for us it was completely different. So they he so didn't be my mistake, but the thing is the they have like these um, I guess I don't know just like stage hands, I guess is the way to describe uh-huh. it. And they're all dressed in like little lab coats. Yes. And then they come and they, they switch out the stage, uh, like the, the set items. And so the naked wax figure of Matty Healy is not on that B stage. They actually lay it down on the couch on the main stage. Oh, and he sings okay. next to it. 
Right. And at first, I didn't realize, neither Amy nor I realized, that it was a wax figure. We were like, is this guy's job just to be naked next to <laughs> Maddie Healy? Like, what the hell? It looks really weird. It's super and, weird. And it's real. super yeah. weird. And when you look at the face, like when they zoom mm-hmm. in on the face, it's it's kind of just that like a little bit messed up. Like it doesn't yeah. it looks like him but it's it doesn't. It's yeah. it's yeah. really 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 weird. Yeah. I cannot stress that. So much. that's the weird part of the yes. show. Um and then after that they they raise the um the the neon sign, yes. right? Still, Still at their very best. We actually and got that, that is when the, But we actually got that way early in the set. We may have as well. Okay. For me, Jess, what happened was the show started and yeah. then it ended. Yeah, that's what I get that's it. what happened. <laughs> but 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 I have these like memories in my head, I guess, right? Um and and but then that set, that final set of songs. No, forget it. Next level, one after another, like all their hits and some surprises. What really got me was if you're too shy, let me know. Okay, I was just about to say that yeah. song. <laughs> That song is something else. That is actually what really, oh, really turned you know me what? on to them. I think this is the song that sounds like Run Like Hell. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. If you Is that what it is? Because it also sounds like it belongs in the John Hughes movie. Yes, absolutely. I yeah. totally agree with that. But I'm sure that that's the one. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. look it up after. But I'm pretty sure that's the one. Yeah. Uh, I also have a really soft spot for uh, two time, two time, yep. two time, two time. Um, it's I don't know how that song was. <laughs> Jess is doing the count. Because <laughs> um, he does it like this. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't know, even know why I like that song. It's not something a song I would like, but I don't. I also don't know why that song wasn't a massive hit. I don't it's know. like, it's like the Drake with the, of nineteen with the little auto tune and this. Yeah, yeah. it's just great. Yeah. You know, um, fuck, like then the, <laughs> we got the next to... three songs for uh, yeah we we, we have to, to we have <laughs> yeah so the three songs that followed that it's not living if it's not with you yep the sound. And somebody else, um, for like just those the trio of those songs, I, 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 we couldn't breathe. No, like there was no breathing room available. And during the sound, I have the crowd actually, goes absolutely I actually wild. Have goosebumps because it's yeah so intense. If you're going to watch one clip from the yeah. 1975, you must watch when, yeah, when he asks and they perform the sound. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the building and it's not just the floor. No, no, like it's the building the whole shakes building. Yeah. And I yeah. have never been in a crowd like to me. That was when they played this this last part of the set. It was like seeing the killers a little bit. It was that yes. intensity of of concert. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was very much the same. But <clears throat> that being said, we never got that level. Like I have never seen an artist yeah. ask an entire building to jump. And they did. And I have never been more scared. I'm like, I hope this doesn't cause the big earthquake <laughs> on the West Coast. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it was unbelievable. I could not, and it's everybody, like absolutely everybody. Yeah, everyone. In the arena. And he tells everybody, he goes, even, even you that doesn't want to jump, yeah. jump, yeah. you know, like do it, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just incredible stage presence. And like, he's a great front man. Like he's a great, yeah. great front man. It really is. Um, then the set is kind of like in its home stretch now. So like, love it if we made it. That comes on. Alex and I, we probably cried. Uh, yeah, or we were just we were just screaming, like just screaming at the <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> um, 
funny enough, uh, their huge, the bigger song that they have from their earlier career was Chocolate, which was printed on yes. the set list, but they didn't play it. Okay. Um, but we got uh, Sex and uh, Give Yourself a Try. And then he went to the B stage and again people? and sang people and everyone just loses their mind because that's like, the, see what I mean? Like that song, like what is that song? Well, it's like a like, heavy metal song. Like it's, yeah, it's like punk metal. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, and, it's um, super weird. And we but, we got the best. Um, so I, I don't know what story he told before he played sex, but it was like, um, oh, don't you guys miss the good old days? <laughs> it's like when you could just bring a 17-year-old to the back of your van. And I was like, yes. what the hell is happening here? You see what I mean by British? Yeah, uh, he's, yeah. He's just he's like, I miss those days, and I'm like, you need to calm down, sir. What are you talking about? You need to stop talking now. Play the music. Yeah, just stop talking. <laughs> and then when we got people, so that's when he goes to the B stage. He'd never gone to the B stage. Oh, okay. Before. So it's just there collecting dust for you guys. Yeah, yeah. and I'm uh, gonna apologize in advance. These are not my words. These are uh, Maddie Healy's words. Everybody is watching the stage. And he's on the B stage, and no one's realized. Stage, yeah. No one's realized that he's on this B stage, and he he starts singing, and then he's like, "Turn around, you fucking idiots!" <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> yes. He means it with love, guys. Because everybody uh, was just looking as they, they just didn't realize where he was. Yeah, yeah. As as Terry would say, they had their looking teeth on, and they were just kind of oh like, my god, and they just didn't realize. <laughs> I uh, I need to mention that um, you guys at Vancouver got girls yes. uh, on the set list, which is uh, also one of the first songs I ever heard from them, which is such a great bop. Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, bop. Yeah, that's the perfect. And um, I, I'd like to say this. Um, so I, I, I looked up earlier this week why they were called in 1975. I didn't remember if I had researched this or not. But so um, I have it here. It's. Uh, the band was inspired by a page of scribblings found in Healy's copy of On the Road by Jack Kerouac that was dated 1 June the 1975. That's the uh, that that's is, the origin story. That's the most Yeah, sure. I mean, it's very on brand for him, let's just say. It that's it, yeah. I, I I mean, I like that story. It's better than yeah. oh, I knew a guy who was born in 1975 right. or something like right. that because I fully yeah. expected it to be something like that. Yeah. Huh. So now you know. The more you know. I, um, I my life is forever changed. I have to <clears> say, and I do yeah. want to say one thing. There is such power in discovering a new artist. You never get yeah. those moments back. We've talked about it a bunch of times on this podcast. Yeah. But one of the things that is so magical is when you are discovering these songs and you're listening to them for the first time, and you make a connection with them, and then you see yeah. the band live, and yeah. you are, you forever become a fan. That journey is one of the most yeah. special journeys that you can take as a fan of music. 100%. And let me tell you, like um, the, like I said, the band has, has a lot of controversy and things, but they really love their fans. They do. They really love their fans. Um, the band is incredible. I don't care what anybody says. And um, it's just, it was probably one of the best live shows. I It's probably my favorite live show that I've seen this year. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's definitely one of the best shows I've seen. It's like in a, in a top. It's like in the top 20, it's there. Absolutely. Sure. And I would always go see them now. I will always go see them. See, but this is, and it's the yeah. same thing that we said when we saw the Killers the last time. We said, these yeah. are, this is a there band that something. we can't, yeah, we just can't miss yeah. it. Um, I did want to mention one other little thing uh, at one yeah. point. 
the age range, it's a lot of young girls in the audience. Yeah. Okay. But, girlies. Yeah, girlies um, who love Maddie Healy and his little mustache. Yes. <laughs> so that's fun. But there was a dad that was there and brought his like eight-year-old son. Okay. And they oh, were wow. in the, like in the GA section. Yeah. And yeah. at one point, like Maddie Healy looks over and he's like, how old is this kid? And so they said eight. And he said, what's your name? And the kid's name was Arthur. And it was very cute. And he was drinking out of a flask. And he's like, here. Yeah. And the kid's like, no, no. And he's like, no, it's just water. It's water. You can have it. (laughs) (laughs) Now we know a secret. (laughs) Now we know a secret. Funny enough, in Montreal, uh, this kid, Caden, he was like 10. It was his first show. He was on the the grid, on the the railing. And he went up on stage. There's a video of him on Maddie Healy's Instagram. That's very cool. It's so cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but that's the thing. And that's, that's what you were saying about how they love their fans. And yes, it's a piece of performance art and yes, it's really weird, but I have new respect for him as an artist and for them as a band because they're, it's an act, you know, he's not an asshole. So it's, yeah, he's probably a bit of an asshole, but he's not, you know, he's, he loves being on stage. And he's not, but he's not dismissive is what I think is the, is the thing. Mm -hmm. And I, and I really like that in an artist. So, so everyone, what we're trying to say is uh, go listen to the 1975 listen and to the uh, let us know what album. you think. Listen to the oh, live the, album. Oh, they just released a live at MSG album. Uh, there's actually the whole video performance on YouTube, but they released uh, the live album. So Jess and I have just been coping with that. We have. Um, and the yeah. version of Love It If We Made It, the rawness in his voice on that recording. Yeah. You'll never be the same. You will never, never be, be the, the same. same. No. Okay. Uh, I'm sure we've annoyed, annoyed you all enough. So... We're going to go, and our next episode will be completely different. Yeah, and we'll annoy you even more with that one. Uh, Yes. All right. (laughs) Jess, this was amazing. It was amazing. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. So (laughs) excited. The Concert Goers is written and produced by Jessica Dion with your hosts, Jessica Dion and Jenny Fiasque. The Concert Goers is produced in association with Snob Media.